Hey, welcome to the Race to Alaska podcast, The Daily Fix. My name is Daniel Evans, race boss for Race to Alaska. Let's get at it. Zach Carver, film boss for Race to Alaska. We are in the uh, mobile command up in Comox. It is the 12th. No, no, it's the 13th now (laughs) because it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. But what we were wanting to do is just talk about the day as we were kind of seeing it. Absolutely. Let's get started. It's been a really bizarre day weather-wise. I mean, talking about the weather is not the most exciting thing, but in this uh, race it frequently is hot topic yeah no doubt and it's the third year we've done the race and it's weather like we've never seen before in the state of georgia yeah including this wonderful forecast today which was like everything except except at qualicum beach here wind southeast (laughs) 5 to 15 knots except southwest 25 near qualicum beach wind becoming northwest 5 to 15 near midnight except southwest near qualicum beach never seen this before. It's just this one little microclimate of a crap southwest 25-knot breeze. I know. I love it. And where were we hanging out earlier today? Right near Qualicum Beach. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and the racers have had the same issue with it, too. It has been up and down, up and down, up and down. <laughs> Russell, Russell Brown, uh, PT Watercraft, had well, kind of, kind of an interesting day yesterday. Kind of in, clawing himself off of Boiling Reef. Oh, yeah, yeah, a close call, almost ran aground, or didn't, but but didn't, but didn't, but didn't. He lost one of his propellers. Oh, really? Yeah, and he's making something out of epoxy things that you know he does with epoxy. Right. And had a, a hard day today, bounced up and down. He just couldn't find the zone. Nothing settled down. But the other crazy thing about him is he's a one man in a boat. He went and spent the night, and now he's caught up to the fleet, and he. Or, for yeah. the most part, and he's he's with the front runners. I mean, for a while he was fourth place in this race. Yeah. Uh, today, which we thought was pretty amazing as a single-handed effort. Yeah, and now he's sacked out, and they're going to pass him again, and we'll see what happens tomorrow, I guess. Yeah, definitely. What's going to happen tomorrow, Dan? Well, that's a really good question. We keep talking about the gate. The gate we talk about is Seymour Narrows, and uh, Seymour Narrows is uh, essentially for most you know mortal boats. Is a place where you stop if it's not in agreement with you. Uh, you try and pass through there at slack water. Any other time is considered pretty damn foolish. Yeah, for sure. Um, it, it's a tidal rapids. It boils. I mean, there's a lot of talk about it in this race, but it can run how fast? Like over 14 knots at the yep. at the biggest uh, biggest tides. And uh, right now we have a bunch of boats that aren't going to be able to get through for a little while, but we're not sure how long. And we have one that I think is get, is going through right now. Yeah. Off to the tracker, real quick. Yeah, we do it too. They are. So, right around now, Team Pure and Wild Freebird is moving through the gate, and other people are going to get shut out by that, and it's going to be Bad Kitty, Big Brodera. It might actually be a big old mashup, as a lot of these teams have been stretching to make it through there in time, end up hanging out, waiting for the next opportunity to come through. Yeah, it's true. Although this could be a pretty big lead for Pure and Wild, although you never know, a lot can happen. It's really interesting. Yeah, the other part crazy about the weather is they're talking about it going southerlies and Johnson Strait. We haven't had that at all. It's kind of rare. Yeah. And it's a couple days of southerlies in the Strait. The other thing that's happening that's pretty interesting right now is a catch me if you can. Oh yeah, the Macro, right? Beating up against Team Three and a Half Aussies and. Uh, 
yeah, the Nacra is a very cheap boat, open 20-foot beach cat. You think they're going to be into the buyback program? Oh, they told me they are. Oh, are you serious? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, like, gunning for the buyback. What the hell am I going to do with the Nacra? In catch again. Well, we have a volunteer to sail whatever back. That's right, that's right. <laughs> but they can't enter Canada, so they're they volunteering enter. to enter around the West so Coast. So they're going to transit <laughs> yeah. on the west side of Vancouver Island and Nacra? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, they well we're lining again. that up for... <laughs> right. Okay. The other thing, when we, uh, we're just talking about boats in general, talking about the pack. I'm still super psyched about uh, North through Alaska. Yeah. Just because they're essentially, it's like some kids and a dad building a Sharpie out of metal. Yeah, yeah, they did it. They were welding in Victoria, broken things. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. What they break? They broke their mast step on their main. They called me up as they were rowing in, and they're like, where am I going to find a welder? I was like, how the hell do I know, man? I live in Port Townsend with you. And they got welded up. Yeah, I've never seen a uh, tin Sharpie before. I think it's pretty great. Have you ever seen a bunch of kids in a boat that they built on an island in a net shed? beating seascape or a farrier no i have not okay me either me either it's happening it's happening so i actually have seen it we saw it today (laughs) we saw it today yeah it was super sweet yeah those kids yeah godspeed the other awesome thing right is it's because of the weather which is crazy first time weather again for the race is that human powered is like rocking it yeah now you know there and it's not just uh carl kruger everyone's been kind of looking at him but we got Viz Reporter in the kayak, and we got Rod Price Adventure. In, yeah, in a canoe. In a canoe. A decked canoe. A decked canoe. And I asked him why he is using a single paddle instead of a double, and he yeah. kind of looked and he said, well, I've done like 65,000 miles with this paddle, so I figured I'm used to it. Might as well <laughs> keep going. <laughs> right. It's like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when I, when I think I he's actually longer than that. I think he's in like 80,000 miles. Are you serious, really? Yeah. When I went up to him, he lectured me on, uh, if I ever should approach him, I should offer him a Coke. That's the cordial thing to do. Yeah, he was talking about uh, the 24-hour, he's hoping for a 24-hour Burger King in uh, Campbell River to get a Coke and a burger. Well, yeah, Roger Mann was telling him some stories about four, four or five burgers during his travels up. Yeah. But, so they're all like, day two, it's, you know, it's well past the end of day two, and nearing the evening of day two, there was, all three of them were still leading, uh, or in that lead pack, which is incredible. All the boats have been sailing throughout the night, they've been camping, um, and they're just continuing to crawl up. Yeah, it's unbelievable to see these smaller boats. What are they going to do now, though? I think right. they I, I, I think Johnson Strait is going to be uncharitable. I mean, we had Tim last year who was going through against wind and against current in the back eddies to make way rowing. And he averaged a knot. And he averaged one knot forward. Over 25 days. That is much slower than you walk. <laughs> and exactly so. I mean, it's day two. They're, they're still sleeping at night when a lot of these boats are going through the night. And at the end of the day two, as they were pulling in, they were still in the lead of the pack. They were still with the, the rest of the lead pack. Yeah, they weren't. There wasn't like a clear yeah, <laughs> how, how is that even conceivable? I mean, uh, I just don't understand. I don't know. I've done very little sand and paddle boarding, but it seems extremely exhausting. You know, it's funny. I was talking to Peter, who went by Carl Kruger at four thirty this morning or five thirty this morning. Peter then went went past him like at six o'clock at night, and he said there was no change. He's just happy and smiling, like he's walking down the sidewalk, <laughs> just moving along. That's amazing. I mean, that type of fitness makes me ill, just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, 
He's he he never seems to like lose his spirit every time we come up on him. What else is going on out there? Zach, Zach, Zach. One of the things that we got to talk about is Team Pear Shape Racing. Okay. What happened? They hit a log. Do you really know what happened? Uh. Yeah, okay. Well, let's find out. <laughs> yeah. So we were um, coming up uh, Georgia Strait. We were over on the um, right side of the course to avoid the uh, the other. Is it the nuclear testing? It was some, the military testing zone, and uh, it was pretty early in the morning. And we, you know, heard this. Like, I was actually sleeping, the, or trying to sleep in the cockpit, and we heard this like, you know, bang as uh, I guess a submerged log hit the, the dagger board, and I was actually sleeping on, the, on top of the dagger board, so I could just feel this thing through my back. And then we thought, okay, well, we survived that. Then the second strike is the log rolling off the dagger board and hitting the rudder and the the trouble or say the idiosyncrasy of our rudder is that it has to be absolutely vertical if it's deflected um, in any way it induces massive amounts of weather helms guy rudder decided that uh, even though their boat could go on sailing that it was it was too much it yeah was, they dropped out today yeah yeah which is weird because they were a race leader like all day on the first day until about five in the morning when they when they broke their rudder. But the fact that they got it back underway and repaired so fast seemed really surprising that they. I mean, I think it speaks a lot about the question of like, you know, what's the best thing to bring to the race? Is it your best self or is it your best boat? Right. And um, and it, you know, it's nothing on guy. Uh, this this. We we didn't make this race because anyone could do it and just hop on hop on any old board, right. but you know it's uh, it's yeah it's 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 interesting to see that they have a really hot boat they have and they have a ton of enthusiasm for the race. They've been here both years before or just the first year. No, they no they haven't they haven't raced but they oh they've been, just been following yeah total fans oh, right. yeah been planning to do this race for quite some time been really into the idea, into the concept. And I know they love it. And Duncan, I talked to Duncan, he's coming up to the to Ketchikan to celebrate all the people coming across. Really? Yeah, oh, I think it's awesome. Great. Yeah, that's and that's great. the spirit of the race for sure. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think we should end it. I'm going to end it with one thing that I thought, um, my most recent tracker find that I really liked. What's I was there? really curious about Team Harbinger. They seem to be like pulling in, getting in the middle of the pack, really, uh, yeah, where are they? That's what you're thinking? Yeah. I looked them up. They're in Vancouver, Canada. What? Yep, they're in Vancouver. What are they Canada. doing in Vancouver? You know, I'm not sure. Their tracker's still on. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Really good food. Good food. Nightlife. If anyone finds out, please tell me because they've not checked out of the race. Well, this kind of we know what's shaping up on the race after this day too. Like I said, it's about 1 a.m. and we've just been kind of looking across the map, thinking about all the different teams. Yeah, it's it's cool too to see moments of beauty out there besides just. Uh, I don't know, slogging into certain things. We were filming as the sun went down and just seeing sister ships sort of charging into the straits mm, yeah. with great light and uh, high spirits kind of setting up their watch schedule since they had a good southerly, like, ready to really power through the night. It was fun to see them charged up and excited. And Yeah, it's moving along. Yeah. It's about the teams, huh? Yeah. All right, y'all. Thanks a lot. Have Miss a good night. Have a good night. can follow it all at r2ak.com. This is Daniel Evans, race boss for Race to Alaska.